Hi everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. think the most important question you could ever ask someone, the most unbelievable question, the most important question, it's this, what is this person's greatest hopes for the future? Because if there's hope in their future, there's power in their present. My God, do this tonight with your significant other. Do this. Do it for me. Say, you know, I read, I listened to this guy named Randy and he had this little exercise that he wanted me to do. You mind if we do it? Do this for me. Get your significant other and sit them down and just look in their eyes and do nothing. Have no music on, nothing going on, but you're sitting there looking into each other's eyes and ask these three questions. The first one is, what is this other person's greatest hopes for the future? Second one is, what is the very best thing they've ever lived through? And the last one is, what is the most challenging thing that they've ever lived through and what got them through it? could change your life. These questions can change your life. It can change your perspective. Because the truth is, if there's hope in your future, there's going to be power in your present. John Maxwell made that sentence famous. There are so many people in this world that they're not alone, but they're lonely. I mean, there's people all around them, but they have this sense of loneliness. Viktor Frankl's got a good quote on this stuff. Viktor Frankl says, take time to connect with those you love. There's a lot of people out there that have enough to live by, but nothing to live for. They have the means to the end, but then there's no meaning to the end. My God, right? You know, distance does not separate people. It's always the lack of connection that creates the distance. That's the way life works. In order to connect with one another, you're going to have to be vulnerable. You're going to have to sit and let's look into each other's eyes and see me. Really see me. Let's put down the brick walls. Let's be vulnerable. This talk is more about vulnerability than anything else when you think about it. You know who is the queen of vulnerability? Back to Brene Brown. Brene Brown says, what makes you vulnerable makes you beautiful. Be seen. Children are vulnerable and they're so lovable. Be seen. So what stops people from being vulnerable? Why do people not hang themselves out there? Why do people put up these fronts? Is it shame? Is it ego? Is it fear? Who knows? It might be a combination of all of it. You see, shame is the fear of disconnection. Again, Brene, Brene Brown. Think about that. Shame is the fear of disconnection. In other words, what is it about me that if you knew this, you might not think I'm worthy. You might not think so highly of me. So guess what I do? I put up fronts. I put up walls. So you don't see that. And it's shame. Emotional pain cannot kill you. But you know what can? Running from it. So I'm here today with Ralph, guys, like every day. Man, I love this guy. And Ralph, Ralph's a thinker. Ralph is deep. Ralph and I have gotten into conversations about life that goes, wow, 
He wants to plan things out. Ever since I've met Ralph, I noticed he likes to talk about really deep things. And today, Ralph wanted to talk about the word vulnerability and what it means to him in his life and how no one can ever accomplish anything without being vulnerable. And the fact is true that true courageousness is only expressed through vulnerability. How true is that? isn't it? Nothing has ever been accomplished by being by not being vulnerable. Nothing's been accomplished by playing it safe. Nothing's been accomplished by just, just kind of hiding out in a closet. Nothing. So imagine meeting someone that wants to talk about this stuff and that's living his life in a way that he's trying to maximize who he will be on this planet. Can I introduce you all to Ralph? You know Ralph. Hi, guys. You know his, his voice. Oh, boy. So let me pose the question to Ralph. What are you afraid of? Uh, wow, I feel like we have 23 episodes to bounce all this fear off of, right? But, <laughs> um, what are you scared of? Man, you know, I don't, it's not even like it's a lot. And I can't even say that it's people's, maybe it is people's judgment, right? Um, but at the end of the day, I think the one thing that I'm fear, that I'm the most feel fearful of, excuse me, is potentially hurting the ones, hurting the people that I care about the most. Um, not living up to their expectations. Yes, and, and and not intentionally doing so, right? Um, because I think, and this is just experiences that I'm learning through business, right? Like, it, it, there's going to be a time where I know I'm going to have to make decisions, right? Like what's good for the business, what's good for the, right? And so when you're trying to grow in a business, right? Like they always say there's no, right? And you correct me if I'm wrong too. The balance between your work-life balance and business-life balance is very difficult to juggle. So you have to allocate certain things, right? You allocate this towards this. You put time in, in, in motion for whatever, family, friends, whatever it is, because at the end of the day, you are human, right? One of the biggest fears, and I always have this fear, I even had it when I was in LA, I had it when I moved back here, was having those decisions ha clashing with each other, right? So like an example would be like on a Saturday, let's just say, we're going, I don't know, it's a Saturday, it's a day off and everybody would go and, you know, let's go to the, let's go to the winery, perfect mm -hmm. idea. Let's go to the winery, let's go to Blue Ridge Roth. Yeah, it sounds good, sounds good. And then like Thursday evening getting getting the text, getting the email, getting the phone call. Hey, Ralph, opportunity to film this here, opportunity to do a podcast Saturday at such and such time. Mm -hmm. And then you go, okay, making that decision. And it's such an easy, it's me, my first decision is like, yep, there's the opportunity. I'm there. Mm -hmm. Like I, that's where my head instantly goes. Okay, let's record a podcast on Saturday. Mm -hmm. In the morning I do this with Randy, but I'll leave head up there, record podcast, get it to you by Sunday. Like that's just where my head's at. Mm -hmm. By making that decision, I'm canceling out every other decision in the past, right? And it, so whenever, if it was Diana asking me to go to the winery, it's like, well, guess what? Can't go to the winery anymore because an opportunity presented itself. Mm -hmm. What happens when all the opportunities start taking the precedence over that relationship? And that's what I'm scared of, right? Because I never want to be the guy that's like, oh, I can't do it today. I can't do it today. When the opportunity presents itself, I want to be available because I'm trying to build a business. Like, mm -hmm. that's my goal. I want people to know he's there. You mm -hmm. want me to do it today? He'll wake up at eight o'clock. You know what I mean? He'll wake up at 4 a.m. if I have to do it at 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. I want to be that guy that's on. But I fear that that, the same, right? Mm -hmm. The paradox of life. Mm -hmm. The fear of being on all the time. You mm -hmm. have to know what it's like to be turned off. Mm -hmm. What happens when you turn off? Like, mm -hmm. and that's what I'm scared of. 
So I would say three things. The road to success is always under construction. You agree with that? It's never going to be smooth sailing. Mm -hmm. You touched on the law of excluded alternative. When you choose one thing, you're unchoosing everything else in your life. And the third one is that in life, the answers change. The questions will, the question of what do I spend my time on will always be there in your life. The answer to that question will change throughout your life. When you're starting anything in life, you're going to have to work really hard for a long time. That makes no sense. And everyone has to be on board with you. If they're not, you're basically fighting a fight that may not be authentic, an authentic path that you should be on. Mm -hmm. Because if, if you're, if, if Tiff and I were starting the winery and I had to battle Tiff all the time. In a sense, to start the winery, it would have never worked. Everyone has got to be on your team. When everyone's on the team, they go, yep, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna pay the price now. So one day, the answer to the question of how we're going to spend our time will change. The way I spend my time now with Tiff and the family is very different than it was when we started the winery. I used to work every day from nine in the morning till like midnight, every day, seven days a week. And guess what? I was never worn out. Never even, never even thought about a day off because when I was working, I wasn't really working because I was so excited for it. And so was Tiff and she was so into it and we were, were, we we never clashed. Now the answers have changed. I have three young babies. I I get up in the morning, drive them to school and the answers of my life are changing right now as we're speaking. I am restructuring Blue Ridge in a way to have more free time to spend with Tiff and the kids because I only get one chance of having Maggie seven years old. That's it. So I need to redesign it and change my answers. Anyone that ever says to you, well, you said this a year ago, always say to them, I'm sorry, the answers change in this life. Don't hold me what I said to a year ago because the answers will always change. I hate when people do that. It happened to me this past week. You said, I'm sorry, the answers change. If you don't recognize that, I cannot help you. And that's that's it. So, you know, what, what are you scared of? You're scared of letting people down. Yeah. You're scared of being on a path that you're gonna have to just jump off that path one day, say this, this is crazy. Every single thing that people do that later is a success, everyone thought was crazy in the beginning. Everyone. Everyone. Yeah. And that's the conversations I'm having with people. Right. Like, like close friends. And if my close friends even listen to this, which I try to get them to, and they sometimes, you would think that the people that are that close to you would support you in that way. Right. It's just weird to say, but at the end of the day, if they don't believe in it, yeah, 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 we will. Yeah, 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 we will. Yeah, 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 we will. And it's like. Well, I can tell you this. People are more concerned about a hangnail on yeah. their finger than what's going on in your life. Yeah, I know. That's just the nature of life. We're all, everyone's like that. If you have a little hangnail, that is like Trump. It's the biggest thing in your life compared to someone else's life, what's going on in them. So that that's okay. But you know, Ralph, I, I would say to you, if you have a desire that's so big to create a media company that is grand to add value to the world through media, and it's so on fire inside you, if you give that up, you will regret it for the rest of your life. You will never get it out of your head not for a day. But if it's not so big and you're doing it for other reasons, outside forces, I would say give it up today. Turn the mic off right now. We should go home. If it's burning inside, the, the need to make it happen should be greater than any barriers outset, out there. And I would sit down with everyone in your life and go, guys, I can't not do this. I must do this with my life. This is what I am. It's engraved and written all over me. It's my vocation. Yeah. It's who I am. And say, I need you to support me. It's going to be really hard for the next couple of years here. I might make $50,000 this year. I might make $50 this year. I might make $500,000 next year and then lose a quarter million the year after that. But I cannot stop doing this because it's just who I am. Then, yes, this is the path you should be on. If not, let's, we should shut it down. You know, but, but I, I, I feel like I know you well enough. You're going somewhere right now 
And I, I can tell you, the jobs you've had in the past is probably preparing you to handle the magnitude of a business that you're going to have one day. Because without the knowledge of how to operate the internal structures of a business, when it comes to payroll and all that stuff, if, if you create a big business and you don't have that stuff taken care of, guess what's going to happen to it? It's going to collapse yeah. because of its own pressure from the internal structure will collapse. It can't sustain it. I tell everyone, if you want to grow a big business, set up a big structure so the business can grow into the structure. Don't grow a big business and then try to create the structure afterwards. That would be like growing a body and then growing the skeleton afterwards. It wouldn't work. Not going to work. It's cool that you said that. Like, wow, I felt like it was a weightless lift off my shoulders because that's how I've been like going about doing this. Like with, you're right, because I just had a recent career change. Same industry, just mm -hmm. whatever. And regardless, at the end of the day, maybe I'm not cut out for the industry, but learning the inner makings and payroll. For those of you listening, like I work for a payroll company. Simple as that. I went from one payroll company to another payroll company. It's six and one half, half a dozen in the other, right? If you could do it once, you could do it twice. You could do it a million times. Um, but that idea of like learning to understand the values behind payroll, right? Cause I'm mm -hmm. doing it and I'm selling it to people. And I'm like, you guys need to understand the value behind this mm -hmm. because I feel like there's some business owners that don't think of it that serious. And it's like, listen, it really is. Oh, I can tell you, Ralph, I, I just switched to paychecks. Like Blue Ridge Winery now uses paychecks for payroll. Mm -hmm. I should have done it years ago because, oh my gosh, the struggles that we went, we went through was challenging. And all of a sudden they go, it's kind of a plug and play deal. Yeah, you can turn yeah, them on. We, we just switched. And yeah. that's what it is. Like yeah. I made that transition from, I made, well, now I'm, I'm at paychecks. And guys, by the way, this has nothing, like it wasn't like I was going through this transition yeah, no, and Randy I, was like, right. no, I'm going to jump onto it. I wouldn't have put that out there just so. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, as I was going through this transition, Randy was like, oh my God, no way. Right. We're actually making that transition. I was right. like, you got to be kidding me. Funny. Like, that's crazy. Right. Um, but that idea of learning and understanding it, because I know that the time is going to come where I'm managing these people at this level and I'm going to need to do this where I'm like, I just don't have time to worry about making sure, you know, I'm compliant, mm -hmm. but I know somebody will be, and mm -hmm. I know somebody can be. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a matter, right? I like to, I like to operate at extremely high speeds. Mm -hmm. And that the speed, so it's funny. We're, I was just thinking the same thing, Ralph. So when you talk about fear in life, right, you're moving towards your dreams and goals and, and what you want in life, your life right now, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Well, I, yeah, knock on wood. Absolutely. I believe so. Yeah. We're sitting in your room, right? Yeah. We're sitting in the podcast room right now. So you're moving towards it. And when you think about fear and what holds you back, it's kind of in your head because when you think about it, you're just not moving at a pace that you want to move. Time is a man-made thing. There is no such thing as time really. You know, so basically, according to what's going on in your head, things aren't progressing fast enough. Yeah. But are they progressing? Yeah. Absolutely. I guess. Yeah. So That's I would say you're, you're not, you're not fearful. <laughs> you're doing it. It's just not going as fast as you want. And that's, that's really what it is. So yeah, if you don't want to go, if you want to go faster, take bigger risks. That's yeah. just the way that works. Right. If you, if you want something to, if you want something to change really fast, make major changes, take big risk and see what happens. Big things will change real fast. Oh boy. But, yeah. I mean, but, but that's the thing. Like sometimes, you know, that saying, do what you can with what you have right where you are. God, I love that. That's a right? Randyism, guys. Right. I mean, that, that's great. That that right. Because that, that one makes you, helps you live a life where you won't get yourself in trouble. You won't be overextended. And all of a sudden it's like, darn, I went too far and I just fell off the cliff. Because you just, you just do what you can with what you have right where you are. Always reinvest back in your business. You know, it's that simple. Have it organic growth, natural growth. It's stable. It's consistent. It's enjoyable. It brings you peace of mind. What do you do when you find yourself juggling those two? You see what I'm, because like, like I, like, and I'm at a point where it's the nine to five is interfering with mm -hmm. the 
the progression of a business that I'm trying to build, but it's not at a sustainable level to where I could say goodbye to the nine to five. You see? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so it's, so instead yeah. of like I'm working nine to five, why well, say nine to five, it's actually seven thirty to five. Like yeah. I take extra and then from five thirty to 1130 at mm-hmm. night I focus on the business. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's like 18, 19 hours. It's of awesome. just like, what do I got to do to do it? Whether it's learning, just like, learn, like, dude, I'm, I go to like to the IRS website and just look at, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a psychopath when it mm-hmm. comes to stuff like that. I'm just like, I feel like I have to know all this stuff, mm-hmm. but that's what I do. I spend my time learning so that when the time comes, it's like, no, like, this is what I think it is. Like, this is based on what I'm reading. So like, the transition will happen slowly and naturally, and you probably won't even notice when it's happening. So right now you're saying, all right, I have a nine to five job that's paying the bills, but I also have this dream that I'm chasing. When can I make the jump from the nine to five to the dream and have exactly, the dream support my life? That's exactly right? what, that's what we're is. saying. And this is, I just wrote a talk this, this past week on fear. And in that, there's a sentence in that talk that says, I don't recommend quitting your job and jumping off a cliff. I don't recommend just jumping into the oblivion and going, I sure hope this works. That is not a great way to live your life. But what I am saying is take your goals, take your mission, take your dream, write it on paper and set a goal. And then do one thing every single day to move that in the direction of your goals. And what will happen is your life will move in the direction of your thoughts and actions and your, your vision, what you're looking at. With Blue Ridge Winery, Tiff and I set this goal to have a winery. We sat on the front porch. There was nothing in the field but grass. No, I mean nothing, not one vine. We go, all right, we're going to have a winery. We drew it out on a piece of paper, put it on the wall. And then every single day for about three years, we did one thing to push it forward. Even if it was coming home at midnight from seeing patients, walking on the field, cutting one vine, walking back in and going to bed. I did one thing. What happened? It kept my focus on the goal. Over time, more people got involved with it. But it took me three years of doing it by myself of no one, no one's around, middle of the field, nothing's happening, I'm out there trimming vines, right? Then some people started getting involved in my dream. Then after a time, what what happens is the dream, there's so many people involved, it takes on a life of its own, and today, I work for the dream. It all flipped. Wow. That's the way it works, but it starts with you, one thing every day, people get involved, and pretty soon now you're, everyone's involved in your dream, and boom, away you go, you're working for your dream now. And then what happens is, you'll realize the fun of life is not the goal. It's the creation of the goal. This is what we talked about earlier. earlier. Yeah. You're going to go, wow, the excitement of life is the unknown. It's the pursuit. It's going after it. Because if I said to you, look, I will give you right now the title of top podcast in the world. You don't have to earn it. I'm going to hand it to you. And I'm get you on stage. You can give a thank you, thank you uh, uh, presentation. You probably go, why would I want to do that? Yeah, it wouldn't make sense. You wouldn't do it. It's the struggle that matters. Because if you fight to it and you get there and you're the top podcast in the world and they hand you the trophy, you'll go, get me on stage. I'm so excited. I want to tell the world, thank you for making this possible in my life. It's the way it works. Wow. Did you deal with these mental blocks during uh, the creation? Because you went, you didn't only have four, but you went through a substantial amount of businesses, right? Barbecue Brothers and things awesome, like that. Right? It's awesome, right? Like you went through a fair share always. of your businesses and failures too. Yeah, so always. you have these mental oh, blocks. Oh God. Do you know, Ralph, when we opened the winery, For the first probably like year, and I mean a full year, every single Saturday would come and we would open at 11. By noon, I'm thinking it's over. It's over. The winery's going to close. No one's going to show up today. Every And then by four in the afternoon, it's packed. We're having fun. But every single Saturday by noon, my mind was down as low as it can get going, it's over. No one's going to show up. It's noon. No one's here. And I'm thinking, why do I do this myself? Hmm. And I actually made a video going, like of myself going, don't do this. This is crazy. No, it's going to be okay. But yeah, absolutely. 
I mean, that went on for a year, Ralph, 52 times. And it's like, and every single time I was wrong. But guess what? The doubt crept in a little bit. That's what it is. It's the, it's, it's the, the doubt. friggin' doubt, dude. Like, it's the way it works. Like, you know? are you sure? But and keep, keep on going. Oh my God. If you don't, it's over. The best way to guarantee failure is to quit. It's 100% guaranteed. 100% guaranteed. <laughs> Love that. Thanks, man. Thanks, Ralph.